Hello and welcome to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. I'm Emma, a mama of two girls, an ex-nursery practitioner and the creator of the Non-Perfect Parents Club. The Non-Perfect Parents Club is all about support, honesty, truths, acknowledging that none of us can be perfect parents because it's impossible and basically just speaking the unspoken. The only rule here is no judgment allowed. I love hearing people's stories, I love finding out about other parents, their family dynamics, their values and how they tick. So that is what this podcast is going to be. Some great honest conversations about parenting, hopefully delving into some nitty gritty thoughts and feelings that will make us all laugh, cry and sigh a big sigh of relief. Hello and welcome back to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. Today I'm joined by Gemma. Hi Gemma and welcome to the podcast, thank you for joining me. Hello, thank you. So you have actually been requested to come yeah. on this podcast by one of our listeners, how does that make you feel? Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot of questions right there, I think that alone would be a podcast. You do know her, so <laughs> that's even worrying, isn't it? even more worrying I think. So if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your family dynamic and any heritage. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I'm Gemma, mum of three children who are eight, six and four. Um, ju- just, this is tricky because just a regular mum, nothing mm-hmm. nothing too exciting to report. Um, work part-time, fit around the kids. I'm very fortunate with my job that I can, I can juggle. Um, and yeah, their dad and I are separated. That's all all fine, all amicable, and we're really lucky to have my family who, who do so much for yeah. us, my mum, my dad and my sister, so um, we're really close, really mm-hmm. tight, and the kids, well, we live around the corner, so they're often at their yeah. house instead of mine, <laughs> it works really well, <laughs> but my mum does keep threatening to lock the door, so. <laughs> she says that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think she'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's just us. Cool. Um, The main rule of the Non-Perfect Parents Club is no judgment allowed. Have you ever felt judged in your parenting and can you tell us about it? Oh, like, I judge myself. I need no Mm. help from anyone else. Um, But yeah, there's there's always going to be a million stories. But I don't always know if it's in my head from Mm -hmm. my thought process, if I don't know, someone's comment can be taken the wrong way because of where I am in yeah. the day. or, But to be fair, there w- there's one that really sticks out. And um, it was from someone that I'm a bit, I struggle with anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd nipped out. Now, I previous to, to our separation, I hadn't really spent any time away from the kids. Like, they were my shadows. Mm-hmm. And this one day I'd nipped into Lancaster with my mum, um, just for an hour or so. It was, you know, nothing too exciting. But I had a jumper on. Now this jumper was my absolute favourite and all it says across it is motherhood. <laughs> just, and I just thought it was wonderful. The minute my third child, because I'd only just got the jumper, was born, I had it on in hospital. Like I loved this jumper. Yeah. It was just everything. Anyway, so we put it on, saw these friends... Stop, said hi, did the pleasantries, mm-hmm. it was all wonderful. She just went, oh, motherhood, eh? Without the kids. <laughs> and I was like, oh, 
like a oh, knife to the yeah. heart. It took me right down. And, and I know she didn't mean it, and I know because she probably hadn't had time away from mm-hmm. the kids. She didn't know my story, my situation, and I get that. But mm-hmm. in that moment of all that I have struggled with in my journey as a mother, um, it caught me, and it has, yeah, it's never left, and I don't think it will. Yeah. Because as silly as it then is, I struggled to put the jumper back on mm-hmm. because it was a, a thought of do I really own this title? It was so deep yeah. from such a little comment. Yeah. Um, and yeah, eventually, you know, you do wear it again and you do, you know, you get over your thought and and you let other people's comments pass you by um, because they're, they're never really meant for you, are they? No, they're more meant it, yeah. for them, themselves yeah. and their life. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in the moment, that's not easy yeah. to, to think about, is it? And sometimes I think you can say stuff without really thinking. Oh. But then at the same time, you have to be so careful with your words. Absolutely. And like you say, it was probably more about them yeah. than it actually was intended at you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I find so many of us do that as well without even realising we have our own stuff going on and we try and not not even consciously, but deflect it mm. onto others. Yeah. Um, but yeah. obviously that has an impact. So. Yeah, hugely, doesn't it? Hugely. Mm. And if that, what worries me is people not having someone to let it all out yeah. at. Not having that support, not having that, oh, do you know what they just said to me? Yeah. Like, I do this to my mum all the time. <laughs> mum! <laughs> what now, Gemma? <laughs> but... It, it's a way to offload and my mum will very quickly mm-hmm. rationalise yeah. and make me accountable to my actions, you know, and, and I think that's important. And if, if people don't have that, I don't know how, I want to say how they survive and I don't mean that in a very dramatic way, but I don't know how they get through yeah. because it must just bring you down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, And I wonder if that's why there is so many of us struggling as well, not obviously solely that but obviously your your mental health has a plays a huge part in mm. in how you feel and how you I find anyway how you manage just being a parent oh, anyway absolutely. so you think like the people how many people don't have that mm. and yeah. is that why because the the village as we say in quotation marks is lacking for so many people yeah. now um yeah, it's it's frightening, really. Well, absolutely. And then does it become isolating? If you don't yeah. have someone to to share and you have your... Uh, it's easy to say, have your girls around you, the mm-hmm. other mums around you. If you find yourself quite low in that support, then it's very easy to then become isolated yeah. in your thought process and, and alone in in how you think you you should be parenting or how you think your day should go and yeah. and I think it's very quickly for thoughts to to change and become negative and yeah, then is, yeah. to then speak out when you're already in that place for someone to then and I know I'm digressing it's um but for someone to then say oh do you want to speak to uh, somebody in mental health mm-hmm. no yeah I don't want a label yeah I don't want something official mm-hmm. I just need a really good friend and yeah. and I think if we can have that, yeah, from professionals as as, as well, yeah. so that the village has become yeah. wider in that people... that Maybe it's just the care element. Maybe that's what gets me. 
that the caring from people lacks mm-hmm. across yeah, the board. Yeah, definitely. And it's that thing, isn't it, of once you get into that mindset and you, if you start thinking like, oh, I feel like this today, I'm, mm. I'm not a good parent, I feel like this and this, you then kind of think, well, no one will want to speak to me anyway. Yeah. And it, it yeah. can spiral, can't it? Absolutely. And then you, you stop yourself even from Absolutely. reaching out or... Got like yeah. looking for support, yeah. and yeah. like you say, once you're isolated, it's hard to kind of reach back out of yeah. that, isn't it? It absolutely is. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel? Everyone always says that this is like quite a big question. How do you feel about parenting? Good, bad? Has it changed you? Do you have any regrets? Mm, I think it's well hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is really tough, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it is everything and nothing that I expected. Um, and, I, and I just don't think... I, ju- I just don't think it can be boxed. No. And, and I think that's where we're going with things now, that we're trying to unbox something that tried to be so uniform mm-hmm. for, for a long time. And, yeah, yeah it's well difficult. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I think that there's no rules and there's no understanding because every parent is different, every child mm-hmm. is different, and um, and that can be from one minute to the next. Not even just their personalities, yeah. like their mood swings, our mood swings. Yeah. Um, and that's it. And it, like you've got three children, <laughs> and every single child is different. Like your eldest, and you you do whatever, yeah. and then your next one comes along, yeah. and it's like. Oh right, hang on. This worked last time, yeah. and, and now this isn't working, and they're doing yeah. this, and oh my god! And I often say, um, I wonder how my eldest would have been behaviour-wise if he'd have been second or third, mm. or how my third free spirit that he is would have been <laughs> if he had a few more rules like the first, mm. um, and how they'd have been because I am a different mum to each of yeah. them, not intentionally. This um, is something that I've talked about in one of my other podcasts, and it's I never say his name right because my pronunciation is awful, but it's Gabor Mate, right? I think. Um, and he's he's a like psychotherapist or mm. psychologist or something like that. Um, and he's there's a thing on Instagram of him talking about this, and he says how um, every child gets a different parent because mm. you're at a different life stage and it's really really interesting and I watched that and I was like oh my gosh yeah. that is so true I feel so tight on my eldest no. <laughs> so tight and, and it's silly isn't it because as we said when you have your first and, and you wrap them up in cotton wool and you want to protect them and you want to give them everything mm-hmm. and then they throw it back in your face once they start to talk <laughs> <laughs> but it's different isn't it like by the time I got to my third I was like Dude, sleep in the bottom drawer. Like, yeah. dress yourself. Like, it was yeah. just so different. Yeah. And I'm obviously being silly with it, and, and that's fine. But it was. My mentality was so different. My understanding of what a baby or a child needed mm-hmm. from me was so different to to my first. Um, and then, you know, the middle child, it, mm-hmm. they would just have to come along with, yeah. with it all. And I, think, I don't know if you found this, but I think with your first... I was so kind of concerned about doing it right again, mm-hmm. quotation marks. Yeah. Um, and then when my next one came along, I'd got I felt more confident in myself. Yeah. 
and I was like, well, I, I know that I'm a good parent yeah. and I'm, I'm not that bothered about what they say I should yeah. do. It. Like, I'm going to do what's best for her now. Not, yeah, absolutely. Like, I always said having more children... I don't mean three, but maybe two was my limit. But <laughs> the, as in the respect of having more than one child made me a better parent mm-hmm. because I could understand more and I could reevaluate and I could yeah. change my processing. Um, the the third child definitely threw up some. Um, more about me mm-hmm. when I I did quite struggle when. I'm not sure if you should say this, it probably sounds really awful, but I did struggle when we found out we were expecting. Um, and it wasn't because there was a baby and, you know, we could do that. That wasn't a problem. I can care for a child. I can love a child. That was never the problem. It was a case of, we're going to have to change the car. Mm. And we've only got two small bedrooms for the kids mm-hmm. and we're going to need something else and then we're going to need this. I'd kept everything from the other two, so it wasn't like we would be short of anything. Yeah. But it was just the the material side of things, mm-hmm. the changes to the house. And actually, I remember, because there's only like 17 months and two years between them, all three of them, I got to the point of thinking, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I, I sat in the rocking chair one day and I, I, was still, I was still breastfeeding my daughter when I found out I was pregnant right. and that threw a curveball. She was, as I say, like 17. Oh no, younger than that. However old she was, less than 17 months or so. However old she was, I was then panicked because I wasn't out of that baby stage yeah. with her yet and all of a sudden something else was going to be attached to me mm-hmm. in such a short space of time. Um, and yeah, I think I... I didn't know how I could be a good mum to three beings that were going to need me mm-hmm. because my eldest needed me. Yeah. He was only three was when my say, third was four. Like they, yeah, they were yeah. so little. And I look back at pictures now, and I recently said it in you know in our family chat. I was like, I I don't know how I did that. Mm. And a lot of the time, I didn't. There were some dark yeah. days, weeks. I I was so. Um, I w- my expression would and again it sounds dramatic but my expression was I felt like I was in the trenches yeah and I was in you there were and I in was the alone. trenches <laughs> like you definitely were in the trenches <laughs> but the black cloud was there yeah yeah um and and I, when I first went for one of my first midwife appointments with my third and she said to me are you okay and I mean like I'd cried a lot mm. and again it wasn't because we were having a baby I that was wonderful mm-hmm. I didn't know how I was going to manage three um and she said oh shall we refer you to the the mental health i was like no because i'm gonna clam up i just need to process i need time i'll do it but also the other element of things was i'd been so lucky with two beautiful children incredible labors no one gets this lucky a third time and i had that it's like I was spoiling it for myself because I couldn't quite believe that this would all be okay. Mm-hmm. And we were, you know, very lucky that, I, I don't know, very fortunate in our family to to have the three beautiful mm-hmm. children, wonderful births, um, no complications and, you know, three healthy babies to yeah. bring home. And I think I had guilt 
right. over that that right. hadn't even happened. Um, so yeah, there, there was a lot of... And I think if you're not preparing yourself for another, it's a shock, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Like, And yeah. that takes a lot of yeah. processing as well. Yeah, and absolutely. It changes the whole family dynamic, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does, massively. You know? I was so certain, with our first, it was, well we're married now and, yeah. and we'll try and we'll, we'll have a baby if we can and we'll see what comes of yeah. it. It was all very relaxed, all very easy, that's fine. When my eldest was only five months old, I had a miscarriage. Right. Um, and I didn't I didn't know. Um, I was away from home. We'd, been, we'd gone to visit my sister in Portsmouth and um, so I had my, my eldest with me and, and then I was very poorly while we were yeah. away for the weekend. Um, and that in itself, there was a moment where I just thought, no, 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 I, I need mm. a baby, I need to have a baby. And I, I couldn't explain it, I couldn't mm. make sense of it because I'm not very good with loss, I'm not one to replace yeah. anything, I, you know, and, and I really struggled. And fortunately, I got pregnant again just a few months later. So I had these two beautiful babies that that were planned and prepared for, like yeah. you say. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I think because, yeah, it's never a case of not wanting, is it? Yeah. That, but it, it's purely a case of how do I now prepare? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that took me a while in the midst of black clouds and yeah. dark days. And it, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but where do you turn to for that? It, well, yeah. It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. You, you turn to your your people you trust but and I think with that as well it's that thing of like you've mentioned of like you know you've you're very lucky mm. you felt yeah very lucky to you know be in that situation and obviously there's people that can't be in that situation so I think it's kind of like I don't know if conditions the right word but conditioned into you to know I have to be happy and yep. grateful and this yes and that and it's okay not to feel those things. It's yeah. okay to be like, fuck. Yeah. What are we going to do yeah. type thing, you know? Like, yeah. we're all on our own paths and as much as we can empathise and feel for other people that aren't in our situation and desperately want to be, yeah. we've still kind of got to follow our own uh, yeah. path. That we, yeah. we still feel how we feel. We can't change that. I guess no. it's kind of how we vocalize that and yeah and it's having that safe place isn't it to it is, yeah. to be able to be honest and and let those feelings out I guess yeah yeah absolutely but I think like the the not being the being sorry making sure that you're okay with having time to mm-hmm. deal and process and and not having your shit together mm-hmm. has been the best thing <laughs> as a mantra for me in my life because everyone that knows me, I do not have my shit together ever. So I feel like you need to give us a couple of examples. Oh, don't. <laughs> A couple in particular that I'm thinking of. A couple of skills. So actually, maybe. actually, Emma, I sent you those in great confidence. <laughs> Do you know what? I am so self-conscious. And, and yeah. So I've had to learn to laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's a lot easier when people are laughing at you. I'm not going to laugh. So that's why I shared. So there was this one day, <laughs> uh, 
Um, I was doing really well. I had everything up to date on my parent mm-hmm. app. I knew what was going on, she says. And uh, we set off to school, being the hero that I am. And it was the fancy dress day and everyone was dressed mm-hmm. up. We'd had meltdowns about what one wanted to be, one didn't want to dress up. So, you know, it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got to near school and I'm driving past. <laughs> just like, um, oh, they've forgotten to dress up. <laughs> That's a real shame. I really feel for that child. <laughs> so I carried on driving. I was like, oh, there's a lot of people that have forgotten. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Fortunately, Adam's house is only around the corner, so I rang him and I was like, um, you know that spare uniform <laughs> that you've got? I'm going to have to bring the kids round because mine are all dressed as princesses. <laughs> <laughs> With fancy dress, and uh, it, it's not actually fancy dress until next Friday. <laughs> just looked at me and they were like oh wow good one mum please don't make me go in like this but it all turned out they weren't even late like I hold that as a win yeah, that they is weren't that. even Definitely late a win. and it um, was like I said to you at the time how normally it's the other way around oh, isn't absolutely. it like you get to school in the uniform but yeah you know yeah. you got it right yeah just I the did. wrong day <laughs> absolutely <laughs> we were just doing a practice run that's all I dread to think of the other time because I feel like this too. So you might have to. It was a strike day incident, I think. Oh, <laughs> oh was there? Oh my days! <laughs> so, <laughs> right, I'm not being funny, but having three children is like fifteen. Yeah. So that's my excuse. The first two were in school, or they were no, they weren't in school. The class, both of their classes, thankfully, were on strike. Mm-hmm. I thought. <laughs> But the little one, when he was in nursery, well, I just didn't send him in. Because yeah. you wouldn't, would you? Yeah, like, I'm yeah. not doing a nursery yeah. run when the other two were at home. That's a battle I am not picking. Yeah. <sighs> I got my dates wrong on that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'd had a lovely chilled morning. And every... <laughs> and I'm normally, get up and go. Yeah. Get up, get showered, get on. Well, this morning I wasn't, was I? It was all sat chilled and... Messing. I'd gone for a shower, but I was still just lazing about, and my phone goes, and it was school. Now I'm a governor at school, right? Just the parent governor, so, just to really <laughs> set the tone of this. I'm doing really well. <laughs> I feel like I'm the token governor. Here <laughs> she is. <laughs> so the phone rings, and I thought, oh, it's the office. It'll be about something. Hi, are you all right? Yeah, Gemma, are you? I said, yeah, yeah, really good. How's everything? Yeah, I just wondered why the kids weren't in school. I was like, well, because it's a strike day, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, Gemma, no, no, it's not a strike day. I was like, oh, I thought we had like a couple of days. We were like, yeah, no, can you bring the kids in? <laughs> like 11 o'clock in the morning, I strolled in with the kids oh, and the kids were fuming. I like, what do you mean it's not a day at home? <laughs> How could you do this to me? <laughs> Oh, but there's been so many things. And I think, do you know what? If you don't laugh, you get caught in such a negative cycle. But, but it's hard to laugh. And yeah. I, had a long t- I had a long time not laughing and feeling self-conscious and feeling silly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And the thing is, we're human. 
Absolutely. Like, do you know what I mean? We make mistakes and, you know, people yeah. normally do it the other way around. But <laughs> <laughs> I like know, to be different. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it, it's it's one of them. In yeah, and like absolutely. you say, like, you know. But if you don't share, and yet, you know, it goes around chat groups or occasionally I might put it on Facebook or wherever just for a laugh because, you know, people will, will take it in good heart. But it makes someone else feel better. Yeah. The amount well, of how many people yeah. do so I mean, um I was I was dropping my girls off at a dance rehearsal and I saw um another mum from school's daughter and I just overheard her saying, Oh and she's a bit older than my youngest and she was like, Oh, my mum dropped me off at the gate and and went and she didn't know it was teacher training day, I've had to go in and go in holiday club all day. Oh. <laughs> And it was the way she told it, so I messaged my friend and I was like, oh, what did you do? She's like, oh my God, I'm so, I feel so bad, but a daughter had, you know, best ever. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it really made me laugh, but we yeah. all do these uh, things, yeah. like... Yeah, completely. You know, and and that's why we're lucky to be able to share it, aren't we? Yeah. Because the amount of times that I've read someone else's post, <laughs> and so, oh, I'll yeah. never do that. <laughs> well. How do you get it? Let me tell you, not only will I do it, I'll top it. <laughs> Honestly, oh. I don't even think I answered your question. At, from it's fine, don't worry. Uh, I think in a roundabout way, any regrets? Has it changed you? Oh, yeah. From the minute, um, one of my biggest things was I felt I had this overwhelming feeling when my first was born of how selfish I was. Oh, really? Yeah, like overwhelming, and I couldn't process any. I couldn't put makeup on. All these people that spend time in the morning putting makeup on and doing the hair. What is that about? <laughs> um, but I did, I, not, they only think of themselves. They never think of anyone else. They do not know that there's babies and there's children. And I was really, I really, yeah, found it a massive shock. Not that I had to think of someone else. I, you know, I, I don't mean that. It was that my life didn't revolve around just me yeah. or us anymore. Um, there was so much, but it opened my eyes because there's so much more to think about, mm-hmm. isn't there? And um, yeah, so I think for that that side of things, it absolutely changed me a lot for a lot for the better. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe not always for the better when you realise how short your patience is. Or <laughs> <laughs> doesn't always show my greatest moments. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. How my organisational skills aren't the best, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day. When, when you're lucky enough to have children and, mm-hmm. and they love you and you love them and, yeah, you can forget all the yeah. other stuff, can't you, the day None of it matters, no, it does doesn't, it? doesn't no. At the end of the day, yeah. when it comes down to it, none of that matters. No. When you find your perspective mm-hmm. with a glass of wine and a very quiet, <laughs> dark room, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can really love your family. <laughs> I'm so sorry, this isn't the parenting <laughs> podcast. No, this is what we want, <laughs> Honest, raw, real. That's what this is about. We don't want none of the the usual sugar coated no, bullshit. No. We want the the nitty gritty yeah. stuff. Yeah. But no, no regrets. You've you've got to learn from what goes on, and you've got to yeah, definitely. I think you've got to be ready to develop mm-hmm. constantly because if this was a job, mm-hmm. you'd have your training, you'd be on constant courses. Yeah. Um, and so I think you've got to apply that to yourself and to yeah. your life and you've got to be willing to change. Yeah, definitely. I think you're the first person that said that, actually. All right. Mm, that's really interesting. 
I mean, my family might disagree. Um, is there anything in your life that has shaped how you parent that you're happy to talk about any situations, circumstances that have affected this um, yeah yeah probably um, I think because I I think so background of my life I think I've probably always had or for a very long time had anxiety Mm-hmm. I'm really good at overthinking. Change the narrative there, you know. It's not a negative. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I worry. I do worry, and and I create situations. And if I don't, they come out in my dreams when I sleep. So you know, the, I think there's always been that. But for a long time, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I think my day to day mood level is generally quite low. Right. I'm I'm not a hyper. Yeah. really happy person I'm really good at putting the act on mm-hmm. but I come home exhausted yeah. and I need to completely decompress and I end up wearing myself out with it so when things were like that but my life became children mm-hmm. and I was a stay at home uh, mum very lucky that I had that role and I had that time with them and this is going to sound terrible but that I felt at the time is all I had right was three children at home and I was lost Mm -hmm. completely lost to it um and one of my one of my thought processes when I started to acknowledge how I was feeling was that am I being a martyr to motherhood Mm -hmm. have I just completely lost myself and am I willing to pull myself out Mm -hmm. because I thought giving everything of me made me the right mum yeah um so through all of that um I eventually I think Millie she was only 10 months old it was a really hard family time um and I ended up reaching out and I spoke to Minds Matter Mm -hmm. and I went to CBT and it couldn't have been timed any better it was incredible to speak because one of my things is um it's not that I can't be honest I am terrified of being honest. Right. Um, and I know I've messaged you before and I've said, I don't know how you write, how mm-hmm. you write. I'd love to. I'd love to be able to write as honestly as you do because I can't let it out. Mm-hmm. I am terrified of upsetting someone or saying the wrong thing. So all of that bottled up at CBT didn't matter. Yeah. It was someone that could help. Um, and then from then on, um, it went on to things like, I spoke to my mum especially a lot more right. about how I was feeling mm-hmm. and acknowledged feelings and she said, I'm glad you've said that because yeah. I've always known that, you know, and, right. and but it needed to come from me. Yeah. So that gave relief um, and then eventually I went to the doctors and they gave me antidepressants mm-hmm. and I really struggled with that because at the time it was, I'm not depressed it's, I've got nothing to be depressed about and that was my thought process until I understood the process of if this is a chemical reaction and I need a tablet mm-hmm. to balance that chemical that's just like a hormonal tablet. Yeah. So that's how I'm going to take it. I don't need to be depressed. Mm-hmm. I just need to be level. Yeah. So, but that took a long time, a lot of tears, a lot of thought processing. And um, 
I had to change my patterns of behaviour mm-hmm. and it even came to things like social media and I allowed myself to unfollow people which mm-hmm. sounds really silly because of course you can do that and even if it say for example Stacey Solomon well she's yeah. brilliant but oh my days I haven't got the time to do what she does so yeah. why is that making me feel bad yeah why am I giving myself absolutely yeah. Yeah. why am I putting this on myself yeah. I need to get rid I won't miss what I don't see mm-hmm. uh Anna Anna Martha. I want Martha. Yeah, I don't know how you I say it. No, I don't. But she has been a beacon of light. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, I would absolutely recommend her. Um, and I know a, a friend of ours is, is into her as well now. Yeah. And it's just brought so much relief mm-hmm. about so many things I didn't even know were a thing. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and just highlights things. So, going back to your question... <laughs> <laughs> Um, because of that, I just want the kids to be happy. Yeah. I really felt like I, I, I felt for such a long time, I, I didn't find the joy in the little things. I, could, I didn't laugh. Yeah. And I love a laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a ridiculous loud laugh that you've already heard. But that freedom and the relief that laughter brings yeah. and, and the fun. I don't remember having fun it was stressful I had kids I was being a mother to three children mm. what what more do you want from me yeah. was my mentality of yeah just get on get on with it get up get on get out for the day look after the kids go to bed you know and it was like yeah. Groundhog Day um as so yeah for me it was now I'm at this point and the kids are that little bit older and things have changed for us now in, in how more independent they are mm-hmm. even for their ages that for me personally I'm relieved yeah. and and I think that and t- that gives me that time to be able to say to him let's have fun yeah. or let's be more relaxed yeah. don't stress about the stuff that doesn't really matter yeah but that's easy to say here on yeah. the podcast it's hard to live it in your daily that's life it. and like you said about breaking those patterns mm. like that's something that's so hard to do yeah. and once you're stuck in a rot of routine or yeah, yeah. whatever else that can be the hardest thing yeah to change Absolutely. like I kind of found this as well um and there's um another, there's an Instagram account I just want to mention I think I've probably mentioned it before but she's called Emma and her account's called the playful den I don't know if you follow her right. she's a mum of three but she's all about um bringing play into your lives and there's this thing isn't there like as an adult you have to be serious yeah. and sensible and yeah. she kind of shows how that isn't the case yeah. and why we should be still yeah. experiencing play and having fun and stuff and I found that really helpful because I obviously like you know about like my anxiety mm. and all that kind of stuff and I was similar wasn't laughing mm. didn't have fun mm. um and now the stuff that i'll do and i'll think to do and i'll think what why have i not done that before yeah. like what yeah. what was going on yeah. but even things have just been at the playground yeah uh, and making a fool of yourself yeah and that doesn't come easy to me yeah and yet the outcome of it all the tears that roll because you mm-hmm. all end up having such a good time yeah and then it's not letting the guilt afterwards or why haven't i done it soon not yeah not causing yourself a headache just because you did have fun yeah. it, it's ridiculous isn't it and it's that not overthinking afterwards oh. of oh what, I, I, did someone see me doing that i yeah. hope they didn't think that i yeah, was yeah. 
it's that self-consciousness yeah, as well absolutely. I find as well definitely isn't it? Like, yeah but spur of the moment things if, if mm-hmm. the thought if you can just think oh I think I'm gonna try I'm gonna yeah. do it uh, yeah because the kids will change yeah and their reaction towards yeah. you um, and do you not love seeing their faces when you do something that they like, oh, don't expect and they're like what's absolutely. she doing like <laughs> For a long time, my eldest thinks he's the bee's knees at running and he's very good. <laughs> and he, he's always giving it to my sister, especially. I can beat you. She's like, Well, you can't. But, uh. <laughs> and then one day, oh, it was ages ago now, we were down at the beach and we were walking back to the car. And I just said to him, I'll race you back to the car. Yeah. Well, his eyes like Aww. shot out of his head. He didn't know what to do. I'd already set off. He was still processing <laughs> yeah, what I was so saying. What's going on? Yeah. And he legged it, but I beat him. And to this day, he's not lived it oh. down. But I think he loved the fact yeah. just that, well, I did beat him. Yeah. And I did do it. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And it's even something as small as that. Absolutely. That, you know, yeah. to just start making those changes, breaking yeah. patterns, Absolutely. doing the fun stuff. We went on a fairground ride last weekend. I got hiccups because I was <laughs> laughing so much. And it was just... it. If you could bottle joy, it was that mm-hmm. moment of Aww. two kids in beside me in this yeah. daft ride, and it was absolute bliss. It was yeah. wonderful. But, yeah, why do we stop ourselves yeah. from from doing these wonderful things? I don't know. I don't know either. Hmm. I don't think I answered that question either. <laughs> <laughs> what is your biggest value when it comes to parenting? I think it's that. I'm their person Mm -hmm. and that no matter what I have confidence in in knowing that they have somewhere to go yeah and and I don't mean home and um, probably the wrong thing I don't know how to really describe it that they they've got so much around them and so many people but having that relationship as a mother Mm -hmm. is is everything to them and yeah. to me. Do you know? And I don't know. I don't think I'm explaining it at all. No, I know um, what you mean. But the, <clears throat> they can come to me in, in any state. Yeah. That it won't matter. That, yeah, I'm going to shout at them. Yeah, I'm going to hold them accountable for their actions. Not, yeah. You know, the, the good old story of, well, what did you do for them to do mm-hmm. that? You know, I'm, I'm not going to believe them every time. I'm going to hold them because you want them to be the best that they can be. But no one will love them the way yeah. that I love them. And that's not being harsh on any other family member or their dad or anything else. That That is just the way that yeah. I feel as a mother's love yeah. often is and, and is for me. And that, yeah, that that is special for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just that they've, they've got someone who values them. Yeah. That you, you, despite the fact of it in previous years being a negative, that I was so into motherhood, mm-hmm. that now it's my payback. That they, they come to me, yeah. they, they talk to me, they, they want to be around me. And it's it's not all as wonderful as that by any account. Mm-hmm. I get plenty of leave me alone. So <laughs> why are you so mean to me? <laughs> but I, I think it's just the fact that I don't know. I, I, yeah. I feel lucky just, in that. Someone tagged me in a quote yesterday. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Let me just quickly see if I can find it. Because it, I feel like it's very much like on that um, 
that kind of thing. Oh, that's, join them in their worlds when they're little, so you'll be welcome in their worlds when they are big. Absolutely. And it's that kind yeah. of thing, isn't it? Like yeah. you put your all into Absolutely. and yeah. they know that, you know, they, they come home you. and you're their yeah. home. Yeah, which sounds really soppy and it's not normally quite like me, but that for me has been everything that I ever wanted. Mm-hmm. You can take all your materialistic yeah approach to life you can you can be you can be everything the world wants you to be but at the end of the day when their little arms wrap around you Mm -hmm. that for me is the greatest and most I don't know I don't know maybe the most valued Mm -hmm. yeah maybe twisted your meaning on it but no no that's yeah that's us Mm -hmm. what has been your biggest challenge so far Definitely the kids. <laughs> it's got to be the kids. I am a great parent yeah. when the kids are involved. You're making it really hard for me to be the parent that I want to be today. <laughs> it's definitely all on them. It's not me at all. <laughs> no, um, I think that change mm-hmm. in myself has been hard because you have to accept a lot about yourself, yeah, the good and yeah. the bad. Um, and no one wants to acknowledge the bad stuff and no. your bad habits. And, um, and I think sometimes, I mean, I don't know what your children are like in comparison to you, but sometimes you see stuff mirrored Ooh. and it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like I find mine will say stuff and then I'll just hear myself and yeah. I'll be like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, wow, do I say that? Yeah. Yes, I do say that. We have a pecking order. So the telling off goes, apparently goes from, me to my eldest and then he tells the other two off (laughs) or then my daughter's now started telling the youngest youngest. off and I'm like no I do the telling off if I get one thing as being a mum I've got to do this yeah I don't know how many times I say you are not the parent I will deal with this yeah but you said and I'm like yeah I did say but I said it to you and I didn't say for you to pass it on Yeah. But yeah, so that's hard, isn't it? But and do you find sorry to interrupt again? Do you find because you're the oldest, aren't you? Do you yeah. find that in yourself? Like I know that I'm the oldest, and that was I was horrible to my sister. Me, like because there's ten years between us. I was going to say there's a similar yeah. age gap between you and your sisters and me and mine. Yeah, there, so, so I was like, oh, who do you think you are? Yeah. I was a second mother to yeah, her, in all yeah. my, not in a nice way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> I remember, yeah, that there was things, <laughs> I was horrible to her. Like, I hold her to high expectations. Yeah. And like, yeah, she's probably achieved them. She won't listen to this, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I held her accountable for a lot that I shouldn't have. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think it's like, I always say it's like the curse of the eldest. Yeah. It's like, just being the eldest, you have yeah. this role. Yeah. I remember saying to her once, <laughs> probably not that many years ago actually, <laughs> do you realise how lucky you were? <laughs> do you think I've used that one yet actually? Yeah, Thank you. Quick mark it down. <laughs> Thank that one. <laughs> they practice on me and you had a right easy time of it. <laughs> Out all the time, you had sleepovers whenever you wanted. <laughs> My mum being, yeah, because you had a really hard time, Jem, didn't you? Absolutely, I'm glad we can acknowledge that. But to be fair, she does it. The, she has done it the other way. So because there's such a, <laughs> she'll kill me. <laughs> because there's such a big age gap. Um, 
we always had Santa presents. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, because I was 10 when she was born and her Santa presents were coming. Oh, you get mm. to a point where Santa doesn't always give to the mm. older children, but Santa couldn't bring to her and not me. <laughs> <laughs> so she still says, Gemma got way more years of Santa presents <laughs> than I did. Scarred at that. <laughs> it has. It has. Absolutely. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> what do you wish you could change about parenting in general as in for everyone? Oh, I really struggled with this. Um, and in my wonderful note section that I had to write up, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> because, I don't know. I'd, you want to say support, mm-hmm. but that's just easy to say because, as we've already touched on, if you don't have someone <clears throat> physically that pops in and, and checks yeah. on you, then... But thank goodness for social media and the way that this works mm-hmm. and the way that your group works and your meetups and things like that because that takes that isolation and even if you don't get you know a reaction from it, mm-hmm. someone at home, oh, I feel like it'll make me emotional, but someone at home is doing better just because they've read something. Mm. because they're not alone yeah they feel they can connect yeah um and i think that if if you could give anything to anyone it, it would be that you wouldn't be alone yeah. not not yeah. in those dark days but not in the good days either because parenthood motherhood what whoever's was always meant to be shared yeah. and it was always meant to be a together yeah i feel and i am lucky to have to have that and and again that brings guilt because others don't but yeah I, I find for myself when you actively try and do your little bit for other people i back off when people are having the good times yeah you wish mm-hmm. well you can and i genuinely couldn't be happier for people but it's when I know that someone is struggling breastfeeding mm-hmm. or when someone is maybe separating mm-hmm. and their family dynamic is changing yeah. that that's where my heart goes. And that's and I'm very lucky that I am able to talk to a lot of people, not, not because I do anything, um, but through even just working through Body Shop mm-hmm. um, and having my own little group, people wanted to talk yeah and, and my inbox was often constant um and it, it was wonderful because someone felt they could reach out to yeah. you just because you'd said something elsewhere and 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 I think meeting people where they're struggling is the one of the greatest gifts that yeah. that you could ever give to anyone yeah. um, and that's what I that's what I change sometimes that's all it takes to turn someone's day around. Absolutely. It's just to see someone and connect Absolutely. with them in some way yeah. or say something. Yeah, because you, you know how valuable it was to you. Yeah. And will be in your next time yeah. of need because nothing's nothing's ever guaranteed. No. Um, there's always moments. And I, and I just think, yeah, to meet someone where they're struggling, that, that would be my, my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to follow, review and share with other parents you know. 
You can now listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please get in touch via any of my social media channels, website or email. Thank you, Gemma, for joining me on today's podcast. It's been great to have you and thank you to everyone for listening.